NetBank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk. Let us make your business more scalable, robust and future-proof. Now, Cape Talk and NetBank want to help you make your business more scalable and robust. And let's not even forget future-proof, right? It's the feedback week that we're in the middle of at the moment. We look at those businesses that received some really great advice from Public Fatidis. Now, our NetBank Business Accelerator uh, you know, has been helping these businesses over the past couple of years. Public Fatidis, the Uhuru Guru, as we call him, uh, looking at these businesses. And these aren't just, you know, like little startups who made a thousand rand in the first month now is making 10,000 at the end of the month. These are businesses that have created significant traction. Times have been tough for them, but they've made it through the tough times. And now we're saying to them, well, you've made it through those tough times, but how in the world do you scale? How do you scale meaningfully? And how do you scale in a way that when it comes to 15 years from now, 10 years from now, you're still relevant? So uh, Pablo Fatini, it's great having you as always. Thank you, Kino. And uh, tell us about the business we're going to be looking at today. Just when everybody thought an elevator was an elevator is an elevator, they not. <laughs> exactly. So let's we're going <laughs> to be speaking to Nicholas Waring from Vision Elevators. And they're involved in... Are you listening to this, Kino? Uh-huh. This is going to sound really technical and super fancy. <laughs> and in fact, it's going to sound so complicated, no one will understand it. They're involved in vertical and horizontal automated mobility. In other words, lifts and escalators. And the reason that we selected this business to take another look at it is because, you know, all around the shopping centers, all around the big buildings you go, you see a series of foreign brands in elevators and lifts. And it's always puzzled me how you can import steel, glass, and cable from afar and make it cost-effective locally to do escalators and elevators. This business is competing in that market, and it is doing exceptionally well. It's realized that the opportunity to create a world-class elevator here in South Africa, world-class escalators here in South Africa, lend themselves to where this country is going, our developmental initiatives. They are really good at the steel, cable, and glass. It's very likely, in my view, that this business will dominate that mobility side in the next 7 to 10 years in South Africa. And more interestingly... They, in return, are building a very exportable product, but it's not in steel, glass, and cables. It's in software. Fascinating indeed. Now, Nicholas Waring is your guest this morning, founder and CEO of Vision Elevators. Just tell us a little bit about this. Take us a little bit more through this particular journey, the software side of things, because I thought, you know, these things are all just about cables pulling and pulling and doing their thing. So give us the insight there, Nicholas. Good having you on the show. Yeah, thanks very much, Kino. Um, yeah, the software side of things is is important. Obviously, you need some kind of a logic system mm. to physically drive these things around and make sure that they they stay where they're supposed to stay. And that is that's a big part of the business. Um, from a safety perspective, you've got to make sure that um, the lift is safe at all times. And mechanically, you can do that, but electrically, you can do it as well. And it's through the software that we manage to get this right. Um, and that's something that we that we're looking at and building building into the actual product and trying to get it more and more internet ready um so we can literally put it with the internet of things that's the that's the ultimate objective so you could effectively have a connected lift anywhere in the world and have kind of throughput or be able to see what's happening with that lift doesn't matter or wherever you are so provided you've got an internet connection you can see what's happening oh wow so as a customer how would I, how would i how do you envisage me inter- how do you envisage me interacting with that well, as a customer itself, it's it's more, we would know there's a problem before you, you're even aware. I mean, yeah. ultimately, what you want from a lift is 
to make sure that you can get from one point to another. It's like yeah. catching a taxi. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I need to get up and down the building. Um, and it's when it's the, when there's downtime, you don't move. So ultimately, we will be making sure that mm. you will know there's a problem before you are even aware of the problem. So ultimately, keeping the lift in service, keeping the escalator in service so that you don't even experience any downtime at all. That's ultimately where we're heading. Absolutely brilliant. We won't be seeing pictures like we've seen from China where people actually fell into the lifts. So uh, it's good to have the software that can pick up these things. So Pavlo, where to from you? In a nutshell, you know, we must take a, a message from what we're seeing in the rest of Africa. The rest of Africa has been built on the back of concession in Kino. And effectively yeah. what that is, people collaborate together. They bring together skills, funding. They deliver turnkey projects for ports, for transport routes, for utilities. They strike a deal with those big governments and say, we will build it, we will fund it, we will operate it for 10 years. And through that, we will get paid on our return. And that's how infrastructure developments taking place in Africa. And I think there's a great opportunity here for Nicholas to turn around and say, hey, we're looking for mid-sized developers, the people who are interested in building the four to eight-story buildings. There are a lot of them going up everywhere. There's a lot of view saying we're going to build to sell the floors to buyers. We'll come in at cost and we will contribute to that development with a view to get some profit on the other side. And I think there are two or three interesting deal-making models that Nicholas can deploy there, given the fact that they're an established business, they're a family business, they've got long-term views, and they're here to stay. It would be great for him to get into those deals and to make those deals happen and dominate the space. Well, Pablo, thank you very much for those insights. And listen in again when we showcase the next business owner on the afternoon drive with John Matham, the NetBank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk. See many differently. You can visit business.capetalk.co.za for more.